This ESPN Chicago podcast is presented by 19 Crimes Wine. What's up, party people? Ain't no party like a Cali Gold party because a Cali Gold party don't stop. Pour yourself a glass of that Cali Gold with your boy, Snoop Dogg. This is Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN+. Plus. Back and better than ever, Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I did, I did get up. Nuno. I did get up. But I'm tired. But I'm tired. Hashtag. I did get up. I need a nap. I need a nap. I'm doing NBA tonight. No radio, no radio, no radio. It's a big day. Two nap. soup day. Well, I don't know if you know this, Jonathan, but it is super week. It is not just super day. It is not just super two days. It is not just a super long weekend. Oh, it congrats. is super week. <laughs> super week here, Jonathan. <laughs> it's Black and Abdallah. Bop, 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 bop. What's where, up, fellas? Where's Hello? your partner? Who? Your partner. Where, where did he go? She's at home. No, and hey. not Michelle. We we uh... hey, nobody asked you to <laughs> chime in from the club. Hey, uh, hey, 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 she's at home. She's okay. at home. Hey. Adam was just at the club. A lot of strobe hey. lights. Hey. Hey. She's at home. Hey. I feel like it. I've been up since four thirty hey. this morning. Oh, you too? Yeah. Hey. Well, mine was to feed a baby. <laughs> I saw your tweet early. Yeah. I'm well, like, damn. It's weird because like we're trying to like figure out a rhythm here, right? Yeah. With Whitney and I and feeding the baby. And we got to switch up when I'm in for Greeny. <laughs> yeah. you know because, uh, like, waking up at 4.30 or 5 and then trying to go back to sleep for an hour does not work. I you know what works best is cool. uh, we, we just leave some food out in a bowl. And That's for the dog. What? Can't we can't they? even do that for our dog. We can't do that for our dog. Our dog will eat the whole thing. No, the other half to Cap and Jay Hood. Oh, Cap? Oh, he's gone. He's got a thing. Oh, this was on the schedule, though. The, a, this was not a surprise listen, crosstalk. As this a, was on the schedule. As a proud DePaul University alum, Pop-up. he has something at the university. Oh. He went to DePaul? Apparently. Nope. <laughs> Apparently he went to Ohio State. And therein lies. I thought he went to Clemson. No, he went to, like, Hamlin. He did. So he has something going on, and so he's going to take care of that right yes. now. Oh, yeah. This was on the schedule, right? The you, you guys? Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow's yeah. wasn't, but now we're letting you know yeah, that we're what? in tomorrow. Boom, tomorrow. What up? We're yes. in tomorrow for Greeny so as well. So we won't be okey-doked with Carlin and Canty? No, no. And I like those guys. It's just that when they pop up out of nowhere, it's a pop-up well, Canty different. Show. It's different because you get the music and then you get the, let me tell you. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were back and better than ever, guys. What are we Easy, doing here? Carlin. You got to know the drill. It's yeah. back and better than ever. That's Come actually, on. It's, it's Canty that is is heavy. Yeah. Yes. Like when he speaks, there's immediacy for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Hey, let me tell you about this. Like, ho, ho. <laughs> Man. Ho. Settle. Kyle, settle down. Settle. Canty. Settle. Now, he's got the, he's got the, uh, <laughs> the immediacy, whatever reason. It's, everything is urgent with Chris Canty. But it, so no okie doke. Uh, Greeny, not here, but you guys are here. We're here. Yeah, we're here. And so, you know, as I'm flying in from Carbondale, I see this my phone blow up with all these Woj bombs and Chris Haynes bombs and everything else about Kevin Durant. <laughs> and to me, Adam, when I look at the NBA, the most interesting thing is just all of the rumor and innuendo, the conjecture, the movement, the drama is more interesting than the regular season. That's something the NFL can't get to. The NFL well, can't get to that kind of drama because it's like, wait a minute, Kyrie's going to bounce, Katie's just going to bounce. It just, it is. I think it's really fascinating. It tries to. 
right? The NFL tries as hard as it can. The yeah. NFL has already taken over every single month. Every yeah. single month. Next month, March 1st, yep. is uh, you know the opening of free agency, yep. the combine, all that stuff, and then the drafts in April, and then we go to training camp, and then like the NFL has something every single month, yes. basically except for like May. Is the only month where they're like, no, we're going to Cabo. Like, we're not, we're not going to do anything in May, but there might be a story. But you start seeing yeah. now where, like, the T. Higgins rumors come out. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Like, it's, it's only a few. It's not, like, the complete reshaping. But we're talking about, in the NFL, out of the 10 teams at the top of the draft, 7 out of the 10 I could make a case need a new quarterback or could look at a new quarterback. Sure. And that kind of now Brady took himself out for now, but that kind of quarterback carousel and you know disgruntled wide receiver. The disgruntled wide receiver has now become the disgruntled NBA player. That's fair to say, isn't it? I mean, but the conjecture and the questions about the quarterback situation in the NFL starts over our shoulder. All these TV shows yeah. like and Colin Cowherd talking about quarterback play every day for 3 hours. Yeah. Right? But the difference is, in the NBA, you can flip. Like, what the Nets have done now, are have acquired what the Bulls should have, four first-round picks. of their. They got, got three first-round picks and a swap in 20, whatever it is. Well, the they problem got, with that is the Bulls are afraid. Yes. They're afraid of getting to a point where they're at the bottom so they can build back up. Like, that's how the franchise has been ran for the what since Jordan. Last 30 years, the way they run their franchises, they're desperately afraid of empty seats. The only time they've made a move of impact as far as the organizational structure or making moves came on the heels of fans not going to the UC. And what did that get us? Uh, A flimsy 500 ball club. And then their point guard goes down and all of a sudden they're sub 500 for over a year in, in Lonzo Ball. So... Like, that is what they're afraid of. Yeah. And you're right, Adam. What the Nets did was, and we talked about it on Black and Abdallah earlier this week. Mm-hmm. When the Kyrie Irving trade went down, mm-hmm. I said to you, all right, well, here we go. Next up, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Here's the story. He had a meeting with Joe Tsai, and the meeting went well, according to sources. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what did I say to you? I said, well, the trade deadline is in two days, and that's enough time for him to be disgruntled and to be shipped to somewhere else. Well, what does went well mean? Does went well mean we both want you out? <laughs> like, I well, want out, you want out. That goes well, doesn't it? It's you a know, mutual breakup. And, and the other thing with Phoenix acquiring Kevin Durant, the, the most underreported aspect of the Kyrie Irving trade conversations was that Phoenix was willing to move Chris Paul to Brooklyn for Kyrie Irving. That's correct. Straight up. So, so Chris Paul is now there with Durant. They can't play any defense, by the way. No, so right. it's going to be Aiton who can't play defense with Durant oh. and Chris Paul. What would you say about Aiton? Aiton can't play defense. Oh, uh, uh, Carm won't be happy with well, that. What's this whole thing about I'm, DeAndre Aiton? Well, I'm just I, telling you. I don't he, like that. He man. doesn't play no, very no, well no, defense. Okay. Right. As a big, he's right. someone that needs to cover for others on the perimeter. He doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah. So so when you look at they, yeah. they trade away their two best players. Yeah. They trade away four first-round picks. Yeah. And they have all that money dedicated to Paul and Kevin Durant now. They're not going to win the West. On paper, last night, it looks great. In yeah. a tweet from Woj, where, where you have the, the Photoshop of Durant there In a with, uniform. with Booker and, and Paul. Like, it looks beautiful. The, great tweet, Woj. That's fantastic. They're not winning this well, year. No, but the and point their is, future is ruined, too. So, like, for Brooklyn, but they're trying. your point is Doesn't right. Matter. Brooklyn has now reset everything, and they're ready to go. We saw the they redid it, and then we saw the Jazz 
do the same thing, right? We saw now how many picks did the Jazz have coming up here? A ton of picks. They, like, they just acquired like four more. That's the point. Is that well, even because the the move that the uh, that the Lakers made sending the twenty seven. A 2027 pick is what we were talking about they, that the Bulls could get. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bulls should have gone out there and said, hey, Zach Levine ain't it. What can we get for him? Oh, you can get two future firsts and, uh, and uh, unload Westbrook? Fine. Let's just forget it. If what you think of Westbrook, I don't care. That doesn't matter. Acquire the assets of the 20, 2027 and 2029 pick because then you need to, uh, that's what you need. You need to acquire the assets so then you can make a move for Durant. So then you can make a move for Luca if he becomes disgruntled. You well, can make a move for whoever it is. You just need to have the, the ammo, and that's something they've never had. Well, let's talk about the Western Conference because the reason why the Suns make this deal is because they believe that the West can be had. Yeah. Whenever you think of Denver, uh, Chris, and we've been watching Denver for a long time, who doesn't like Jokic? They will run out of gas at the end. They could run out of the gas in the Western Conference. But I'm just saying, like we've well, how long, how many years we have to go through this where you like Denver and then they run out of gas in the in the in the playoffs? No, I was, they, ra- I, ra- I was raising my hand to who doesn't like Jokic. Yeah. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, the numbers uh, are. Uh, I mean, uh, well, I'm not going to turn a blind MVP, eye. Really? Well, I'm not going to turn a blind eye to the production. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you, it's I mean, great production, right. but you could argue for the two seasons that he won MVP that he wasn't the best player. In either that, season that, they won it. That's so. fine, but I'm talking about the team. And, and this is probably another season for that. I'm just talking about the team. Yeah. And, and led by Jokic, that team will run out of gas. That's, that's what I believe. Now when you have the combination you have now with the, with the Dallas Mavericks, with Kyrie Irving and, and Luka, Luka is ball dominant. You sure that Kyrie and, and Luka can exist? Maybe they can coexist for the short term, but what else do you have on that Dallas team? What else do you have defensively that could be able to say Dallas will be one of the top teams in the West? And so from there, Golden State, maybe they're just lying back and maybe we'll see what happens. But I don't see them having a run here, Chris. I don't think they're going to have a run like we think they, they can. So this is why I think that Phoenix says, let's go for it now. If they don't win the West or if they don't win the championship, it is true that their future is ruined. And by the way, a great job by the new owner. Your first move? Isaiah Thomas in the front office. Well, well then, good luck with that. And then he had to backtrack and say, "Well, we're not really talking to Isaiah Thomas for a move in the for, for the uh, front office." Well, because he started to get grilled by reporters who were like, "Are you serious? Yeah, you're bringing Isaiah Thomas in? It okay. doesn't matter. He has a safe landing spot in NBA TV because it's fine. It doesn't matter. There's no yeah. ethics there, uh, so it's good." Uh, I. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think the, the West is open. What are you saying it, about 3D there in that spot? <laughs> no, poor, poor 3D. <laughs> what about Dennis Scott? They, they always prop him up at a game where he's sitting alone. <laughs> the broadcast is in the studio. Yes. And they go to, here's Dennis Scott. Hey, guys. Here you go. And he's like, well, I'm reporting uh, on the scene. What is this? It's like ESPN's coverage of the Aussie Open. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. where they actually don't send a broadcast, hey uh, broadcast crew to the event. It's unbelievable. But look at the West, though. Yeah, I know. It's wide open. I I don't disagree with you. The Clippers are intriguing. Uh, Sacramento probably doesn't have the staying power to be a team to get to the conference finals. Quite a story, Memphis is the young group that has a chip on their shoulder. Uh, They're probably the favorite. I get it that Denver's the number one team right now by a wide margin, by four and a half games. You know what that is, though. to To me, Denver is easy to figure out in a playoff series. Yes. They, they are a very good team in the regular season. Yeah, that's right. But Jokic away from the basket is easy for other teams to manipulate, 
each and every time down the floor. So defensively, they're not going to be as good in a playoff series. And that's where you get the other pieces that have to step up. Porter, uh, you know, Gordon, like those, those guys, I don't know if those guys could lead when Jokic is being neutralized based on his inability to play defense on the other end. So it, the West is wide open. Phoenix has a shot. I just don't know if it's an automatic Phoenix gets to the finals no, because th- they trade for but Kevin Durant. But to me, that one doesn't shot. matter. It's one me, shot. But to me, that doesn't matter. They're trying. Like, that's the difference. They saw, like, this yeah. ain't it, and they're making a move. What's our best possible move? Trade for Durant right now. We have him under control for a few years until he gets pissed off or whatever it is. Yeah. But we still have him for a few years, and we've got, however old Chris Paul is, you still have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, right? Like, you still have those two guys, and you've got Aiden. Even if he doesn't play defense, you saw oh. what – it's fine. I don't, it's fine. The, I'm going to be mad. My point is that, like, the Bulls are never <laughs> the – like, and look at, look at how AK's right. built teams before. Does he take huge swings? He does not. No, he doesn't. He builds a core and he tries to add to that core. So, like, if you thought the Bulls were going to go out and make this huge deal, everything says that they weren't. Like, you can go on the ESPN.com and say, see the trades we'd love to see and, and go in your little trade machine and make little trades and, and, and you know, tweet us who says no and all that kind of stuff. They're not going to do anything. That's yeah. not how AK is. I agree. that they, I don't expect anything. I like to hear something on your show where there's some kind of movement. But when we say big splash... There's two ways to go ahead, Adam. Either you're going to add to this core by doing something for now in the future or unplug this thing. Yeah. Because you're just stuck right now. You have to. You're stuck. And I'd have been fine getting rid of Zach and and DeRozan or whatever it is and and getting a bunch of picks and just having those assets and saying, guess what? We're just going to be bad the rest of the year, but we've got a bunch of picks. We've got a bunch of assets and we're just going to be, you got to be ready. You always have to be ready because you never know at 1 a.m. you get an alert that Durant was traded and you're like, what the hell? AK's sleeping. Like, what's going on? You know, something you guys said this morning that I think is 100% right is the Bulls paid a player to be their highest paid guy this offseason with the expectation that he continues to get better. Max Levine. That was yours, by the way, first. Thank you. Thank you. Copyright it. Yeah, absolutely. Even Copyright. when you hear it on the other station. Copyright. I'm the one that said it first. Copyright Black and Black uh, Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> when, when Jonathan, when you see Zach play this season, has he developed at all and i would say two years ago remember when he was getting a little chesty at media day saying that he was going to play defense remember that when he was talking trash to the media that you know people knock my defense but i'm going to play defense now how long did that last one road trip yep right like Mm -hmm. two weeks Mm mm-hmm and, and halfway through the, the first season after he said that, he was back to not playing yeah, it's like, good defense. And, it's like having a New Year's I resolution. I disagree with what Cap said. Cap said that he's a good on-the-ball defender. What is Cap watching? Get out of here. And, and I'm going to say it right right straight right now because Cap left. Crosstalk. I, I would say it to his face. What, what is he doing? A good on-the-ball defender. Are you kidding me? He said that. I didn't hear that. He said, he said to you, uh, Shay, didn't he say that earlier today? On-the-ball defender. He's, yeah, I think I, I, I heard he's, he's not a good team defensive guy, but he's a good on-the-ball defender because he's athletic. He's not. He's trash defensively. He's score, defensively. He scores 25, gives up 30. Yeah. He scores 25, he gives up 30, and, those 20, and 23 of those 25 come in the first two quarters. That's correct, sir. Like, that's, that's the correct. problem. Where's he been in the fourth quarter of games this year? Against good teams. But what, let's go back to what Chris said at the, at the beginning of all this. The Bulls are afraid of empty seats. That's Damn. why. That's, that's why Levine and yeah. I, and when I told Cap, I said what the Bulls did at him is that they signed. They wanted to make this big splash in their minds of getting Levine because they need to have something. They want to have something. To say okay, if we have Levine, at least as an attraction, a guy that can score twenty five points a game. But at, at the same time, when you look at it 
as a whole, you sign a player that's between 25 and 30 mm-hmm. as far as players that you'd want in the NBA. But That's what the, you've done. Well, here's the other I, thing. I don't know if 30. Cause what, the wasn't thing. there an NBA ranks that came out this season and they had Zach in like the 70s? Yeah. I, I don't know if he qualifies as a top 30 guy anymore. And also, I think he's 30. Who wants, who wants to play with him? I don't know the he's answer He's not making that. others better. Who wants to play with him? Who's, who's set, who looks at this team and goes, yeah, that team. I want to go there. You know what? In this situation, because of Zach Levine, because he'd be a third option or a fourth option in a good team, he'd be the one to have to fit in. The organization well, yeah, would but, have to be to sell for why, the team. There, why didn't Durant go, you know what? Suns are fine. I'm going to the Bulls. Like, I want to go to Chicago. I like DeRozan. I like Alex Caruso. I like Zach Levine. I'm going there. They don't, no one wants to play with Zach Levine. No one goes at the, looks at this team and goes, you know what? I, that's, I, I can take this team over the top. No one's doing that. Is that fair? Yeah, they're stuck. That's, yeah, they're stuck. I would imagine that we get to just under four hours from now, and the move is maybe a trade for Jay Crowder. And that's they, I don't know. Westbrook's everyone not coming in the here. Wants Jay Crowder. Westbrook's not coming here. Milwaukee wants Jay. He's Crowder. getting a buyout. He's going to the Clippers. There's teams out west that want Jay Crowder. I'm sure he would look really nice alongside Draymond Green and Clay Thompson and and Golden State. Yes. Like, a lot of people want Jay Crowder. I can see TNT or ESPN flexing into the Clippers Laker game if Westbrook goes in the same building with the Lakers. That whole that was a disaster too. I love the idea that Westbrook was still hunting for his own shots on LeBron night. Are you are you okay with Russ being signed here? No. That's it for thirty games. You know, you know what's crazy about Russell Westbrook basketballs? for thirty games? So no. I'm, I'm watching, How many basketballs? Do we I'm got? watching Sports Center last night, and God forbid that Woj uh, gives us some breaking news late in the evening. Clearly disrupted SVP and his trip home. Did you hear him make that no, comment? No. What? Oh, he was like, oh well, you know, like. Oh, I, I you couldn't have waited for me to get home before you tweeted this, Roach. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Scott Van Pelt. In your uh, your evening show, you just wanted to get out of there. How Listen, about the rest of us who are enjoying some live breaking news coverage? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's don't don't don't. God forbid, don't step whoa. on the toes of, of the eighth bad beat of the week. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. They, they were doing they were doing winners. I like and it. The, the Woj news is blowing up. Spice. And I'm like, is this pre-recorded? And then winners ends. Yeah. Well, and we go, we go to Woj. Uh, mm-hmm. You can have wait for me to to get home here. Oh man! Huh, huh. And then Woj is like disheveled because he's in the middle of the. Br- he he's calls terrible. him. He calls Scott Van Pelt Kevin. Oh, he thinks, right, he's, Kevin. On, <laughs> he thinks then, he's on with Kevin Nagani. Hey, a, I, thought this, I thought this was the overnight crew. What's <laughs> going I'm, on? I'm like. Man, I Kevin. like I'm on, I'm about this. It's late. We got breaking NBA news. Yeah, Let's yeah. get some coverage here. All right. Um, but did you hear uh, Windhorse suggest that nobody may want Russell Westbrook, and this may be the end of his career? What? What? No. Windhorse suggested that. Why no. would he? Oh, oh. he suggested that. Oh. Why would he say that? Oh. Maybe he has some information, some news. He well, his, his point is that Ooh. his skill set does not match up with being a productive player anymore. And he's had so many opportunities now to change a little and to contribute to teams. And each time in the last five years, the team realizes that he is exactly what he is and he's not going to change. So. Which it brings back to a conversation that you and I have had for years. It's like, I enjoy watching the greats. Yeah. Change like Jason Kidd at the end, Vince Carter, Vince Carter at the end. Became a you, defensive stopper you, with you Memphis. You play defense. That? Yeah. You do like 
Because Russell Westbrook, if he was uh, using all that energy to be a defensive guy and a fast break guy, he would, he would have a role in the league. That's correct. But he instead, reinvent. he's yeah. out there doing his own one-on-one game and not really facilitating for others. And there's like I when I heard Winhorse say that, I was I was surprised. I was like, wow, could you imagine if mm. nobody wants Russell Westbrook and he just kind of like fades into the background? Someone's gonna take them. Someone's gonna sign. I thought him. it was interesting. Someone will sign him. Yeah, but it was you know. Poor Woj. Woj couldn't have just waited five more minutes. Come on, Woj. So uh, Bad Beats could get doing? off the air, and then uh, we would have no live coverage of Durant being trades of the Suns. He's, he's so bad on TV. He doesn't know who he's talking to. He thinks it's Kevin Connors. Kevin? Kevin? He, thinks it's Te- Kevin? he thinks it's Kevin Nagandi. He has no idea. I have a live Zoom with Durant? Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It was funny. I'll get out of your way, guys. You guys got a great show. We Tyler, have, all right. Think Ty- we can have news? Tyler no. will be in for you at uh, 6 o'clock. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, around 6.50. Tyler will have a song of the night, so it'll be good. We'll, we'll see. We'll, He'll we'll, actually do it. Yeah, no, we'll he does it. Yeah, he's about he that. He actually does yeah. it. Okay. Uh, we will have uh, uh, Luck and Abdallah coming your way next. Right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Boy, Cap hates you. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. I'm fired up today, Abdallah. Black and Abdallah, we're in for Greeny here on ESPN 1000, live and local from Chicago. Black and Abdallah, we'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. It's Super Bowl week. That's right, Super Bowl 57 on Sunday and on Black and Abdallah all week. It's been super, super week week as it's day four for Adam as he uh, is on a quest to find fancy soups around Chicago. Yeah, I have a budget. We we, we got a budget from Danny this year, Danny Zetterman, our uh, director of content here at ESPN Chicago. He gave me $40 to spend on soup this week. Our first soup was from Pedorino's, a tomato bisque, three out of five soup bowls. Pretty good. It was okay. It was small. Catch 35, a uh, shrimp bisque, four out of five soup bowls. Much much more soup there with the uh, second helping. Yeah, and a shoko tortilla soup, Ooh. five out of five. If I could give six out of five, six out of five soup bowls. That soup, my friend, was a meal. It was hearty. It was spicy. It was delicious. It had a bunch of stuff in it. It came with its own separate thing of stuff. So out of the $40 now, yeah. the first soup was $6.58. The second soup was $7.76, and the third soup was $14.52. But again, that was a meal. So today is day four. Today is day four. I have Two a, days left. I have $11.14 left. Okay, so now, you, you got to figure this out. Well, the problem here is this, Chris. We're on, and it's 1026. Yeah. There's not a lot of good... There's no oh, there's good, restaurants. No, no, no. There's you no, can find a soup. There's no good restaurants open. I've also been told by Danny Zetterman. No good restaurants well, yeah, like, open. Like the, cl- like the good restaurants? Like if I wanted a Smith & Walensky, if That's I wanted a, a, a Chicago city. Cut, if I I'm wanted... I'm sure some are open soon. Soon, but we're only here till noon. You'll figure it out. No, and the other problem is I only have $11.14 left. If I do get a soup delivered, tomorrow's soup and probably some of today's soup is all on me, not on... Danny, or the fine folks that are going to uh, pay me back my, for, my, my $40, the company here at Good Karma Brands. We'll do it for the bit. 
I don't see you putting in any money for the bit. I do plenty of things for bits. Not money? Have you heard my takes? So here's what's going to happen. I'm probably just going to end up going to Pop Bellies. Because I can't leave. Oh, boo. I've also been told boo. I can't leave. You go get the Terrible. soup then. You go get the soup. All right, see ya. Go get the soup. I got this. <laughs> we go to Tim on the south side. Well, that's where uh, one place to start. In for Here green. we go. Go, go. Only one place to start. Black and Abdallah in for Greeny today. We have Super Bowl coverage coming up. We'll also keep our eyes on the NBA trade deadline. 2 p.m. Will the Bulls do anything? We're talking about it with you at 312-332-3776. Up first, Tim on the south side. Hello, Tim. Hey, Black and Abdallah, listen, you guys are fine at 6 o'clock because that's when nobody listens. But whose idea? I know it wasn't Danny Zetterman's. Whose mm, idea is what led you two fill in for Greeny? <laughs> Who, why would they let you two dorks fill in for Greeny? Uh, He's the Danny only Zetterman. guy worth listening to between 10 and noon. Who's ever filling in for Greeny nationally is, is, is better than you two guys. Tim, you have you a job? You two guys are fine at night. Because nobody listens anyway. But how could you guys fill in between 10 and noon with your garbage show? I know. I, I agree. It's amazing they let us do I know. this, right? I, that can't be Danny Zetterman. It, it is. It's oh, Danny you'd be surprised. It is Danny yeah. Zetterman. Not I, for disruptor of the year, Danny Zetterman. Than that. He knows that Greeny is national. Everybody loves Greeny. We, why are you guys on? Because he's off today. So okay, we are but who filling in for Greeny National. We do. Uh, we are. We right do. Here. No, 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 Tim. Monday no, and Tuesday for no, Greeny when Tim, Greeny was off. Tim, we're, they care. we're on the network right now. You are on I national. We're doing a suit. You guys you are in New York. Right you are on national radio right now. Wherever the ESPN Chicago app goes. Your dumbass take is national radio right now. Tim, let me ask you a question. What's your least favorite part of our show? Is it Zoo News? It's your goofiness, your stupidity. Oh. You never talk about anything. Just like five minutes on soup. We don't need to hear your crap. You're, you know what would be a good idea? Tim, let me run this by you. Carmen DeFalco and Yurko would be perfect for Tim, four hours. Tim, Carmen Tim, is good. Yurko is good. I agree. You guys suck. Tim, I agree. Tim, let me, let me run this by you. What if we did a show about nothing? I don't know, but you guys suck. Stop changing the subject. You guys suck. You guys are good between six and eight. We suck. Stop changing okay. the subject. What do we, I'm what sorry, sucks? New York. This is not Chicago. These two guys are not Chicago. You're also, you're, sorry, also, you're also on in Oklahoma. Say hi to Oklahoma. You're I'm on sorry, coast to Oklahoma. coast. <laughs> All Put right. your cowboy hats on. Go for a go for a ride because this is not Chicago. Denver, These Colorado. Say hi to Denver, it. Colorado, Tim. Hello. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, they're White Sox fans, and their White Sox suck again. It's all, it's all a rebuilding team. These guys yes. completely suck. To talk okay. to Temecula. You're on in Temecula right now. You're hey, on hey, in Temecula. Guys, the show. I'll turn on, I'll turn on another radio station. You but won't. Have a good time. No, you you won't. listen all the time, no, you and you call, call and yell at us. Guy. He hung up every day. He, he calls up. and yells at us. He but hung rarely up. do people put him through. I appreciate Tim's oh, input yeah, on today's absolutely. show. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Plekin Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. You suck. We, we suck. You suck. His least favorite part of the show is our goofiness in our general conversation about nothing. <laughs> It'd be weird to do a whole show about that. It would. Probably wouldn't be popular. No, probably, probably Certainly not. not on network television. Especially no. about a whole episode about soup? What's no, the no deal with these two? A whole episode about soup? Are you kidding me? What's the deal with these two filling in for Greeny? <laughs> You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. 
You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. You will be on the air with Black and Abdallah filling in for Greeny today live in Chicago here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We'll keep our eyes on the NBA trade deadline. Abdallah, 2 p.m. is the trade deadline. Will the Bulls do anything? But we're talking football as the Fat Jack will join us on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Ready to fatten up your winnings? You got something to eat up in there? We home. The best football picks. Give Jack a call at 800-298-1383 or FatJackSports.com. Fat Jack feeds you his picks now. Get in my belly! On Black and Abdallah. Here comes the money. Sign up right now, FatJackSports.com. You can also call 800-298-1383. He's the Fat Jack. He joins Black and Abdallah each Thursday throughout the NFL season. And Jack, here we go. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. Eagles and Chiefs. Let's get after it. By the way, a Car X tire and auto hotline feel a little bit fancier today. So yes, that's a little exciting, fancier. Right? 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 We have to class really, things if, up. If you don't have a good tire and auto guy and you live in Chicago, Oof. you don't need to be betting on sports. I mean, come on. <laughs> because you got to have that first and foremost. It gets cold up there. So oh, yeah. dial into that and then go to FatJackSports.com. But, yeah, game's here, guys. And a million ways to make money in it. Um, everybody's Kenny Rogers, and I'm here in Vegas doing the TV gig, and, and everybody in town, everybody's got an opinion, they've got a strong opinion. It's just the most nauseating thing in the world, at least for a weekend, because everybody's a pro on this game. And you can make a good case for either team, right? They're both very, very good teams, earn the right to be here. So a lot of different angles. Jack, when we look at this matchup, I know we talked a little bit about just straight up between these two teams last week on the show. But now as we've kind of sit through two full weeks of prep for this game, have your opinions or any uh, opinions or uh, intel changed the way we should be looking at this matchup with the Eagles? I, I feel like I feel like most people are suggesting the Eagles have the more talented roster. But is that the way to bet on Sunday? Yeah, the games have come down to turnovers and mistakes. I mean, that's how the last week and this week, both, and by the way, we're on a 21-4 run in football and either an 0-2 run in basketball or 28-10 run, depending on how far back you go. So you decide if yesterday you're 0-2, 28-10, you go back a little further. So everybody's doing well. But this game, from a side standpoint, I think it's all about turnovers and mistakes, which you know is easy to say, but it's the reality. Now, the total, I think, has a much better chance of heading away, a much more predictable way of heading, and we can talk about that. But the game itself, the Philadelphia, I released Philadelphia back in August. I've got this huge ticket on it. Even if I didn't have that, I would probably slightly lean toward Kansas. Just an absolute slight lean, but it's so close right now on the side uh, because both these teams are the best in the league, and you've got the best offense versus second-rate defense. Both of them can score points, and we'll see it as a priority to score. But if you're talking about you know, how the game unfolds, you're much better off finding a stat or two and then drilling down and trying to make money on the profits than you are loading up on one of these two teams who, by the way, we haven't talked about, have injuries. You know, they have, you got quarterback, you got the ankle with Mahomes, you got the shoulder with Jalen Hurts, who I think is going to have surgery after the season. But he'll be able to get through. But what does the offenses look like 
if they're not 100%. And we've seen Philadelphia roll teams at home literally since Christmas. They haven't left uh, Philadelphia. But this is a different stage, a new stage for all these players. So a lot of variables there on who's going to be better at executing. But I do, I do think the game goes over. I mean, I, I see a lot of ways that we get a bunch of points in this game. I hate lining up with the public. But you've got teams, Kansas City averaged 29 points on the year. Philadelphia averaged 30 when Jalen Hurts was playing. Um, they, Philadelphia's also given up a bunch of points when they play good offenses. By far the best offense they play. Green Bay, they gave up 33. Dallas, they gave up 40. Detroit, they gave up 35. So when they played better offenses, you know, the NFC East is not known for great offenses. I mean, let's get serious about it. So this is by far a huge step up in what they've seen offensively. They've given up points, but they also can score some points that are a lot more balanced than what Kansas City is. Do you think either of these numbers move before kickoff on Sunday? Like, if I want to bet the over like you think it's going to go, should I bet it now at 50-and-a-half before Johnny Q Public wakes up on Sunday morning and goes, oh, you know what, these are the two, you know, you've got Patrick Mahomes and you've got Jalen Hurts, I'm going to bet the over, and, this, and then you look at it and it's like at 52 or something like that. Yeah, it's super hard to move total, move either one of these numbers a lot because of all the volume that comes in. But you're absolutely correct. You know, I had dinner last night with a wrap party for the TV deal, and the sports book, one of the sports book managers was at the dinner. And I was talking about him about that. The total, everybody's in a grant. As the general public rolls in, they're going to play over. And it's already moved to 51 in a lot of spots out here. You're seeing some 51 and a half or, or 51 minus 120. So I would definitely play over now. If you want to play under, I'd wait. Go right up till game time as all of the, you know, the, the uh, amateur gamblers you know, funnel in, decide to place their bets. On the side, there's still some healthy debate going because it's super hard to play against Mahomes. He's really good as an underdog or his favorite of minus uh, three or less, um, really, really strong versus the number. But Jalen Hurts, as a favorite, is like next level good. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a favorite, uh, like 21 and four, or 18 and four, something like that. I'm really, really good as a favorite. That's no, right, 21 and four straight up when he's a favorite. And so with the number being so close. So all the early money's coming on Philly. It's moved that way. Obviously, Kansas City Open is a favorite. It's now Philly is a one and a half point favorite. But there's a lot of talk among, in the industry that, that that Kansas City money will show up. It's just going to be super late because people have trouble fading Patrick Mahomes, especially as an underdog. You know, Jack, in, in your time as a professional gambler and you look at uh, quarterbacks and what they mean to point spreads and their ability to win football games, have you seen anything like Patrick Mahomes? I know that he's dealing with the ankle injury, but to me, the start of his career, the first five seasons, this is something we've never seen before, a quarterback at this caliber. Well, you're probably the guy who thinks LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Oh, too, no, no, right? no, no, Jack, no, no. Jack, we have spent no, no. all week taking okay. turns telling people they're wrong about that. <laughs> okay. Well, you're in Chicago. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, just, yes. And I guess, I, think, I guess my point is the older you get, yeah. the more that you kind of normalize this type of start because it's been an incredible start. He's so efficient and dynamic and new about what he does. I mean, he is – literally the evolution of the quarterback position. I mean, the guy throws it. He doesn't look where he's throwing it. He runs it. He ad-libs like nobody else. But so, as far as value to his team, though, a lot of times this time of year, and I think another thing that kind of accentuates how valuable he is is that with Jalen Hurts, I think we know how it is important, but we, we would be okay. It's like Dak Prescott in Dallas. I mean, we saw he went down. They were fine. Philly, you kind of feel like even if he goes down, they would be able to do a lot of what they do. You don't have yeah. that highlight real image of what he is so it's glaring even more so you're right he is super valued to his team 
here's what I would suggest to people who want to bet on that type of stuff. Because um, you're either going to gra- grab onto every hillbilly that has $50 and wants to play over on all of those stats, especially me liking the over. But I would, do, I would do this. I would play over more points in the first half than the second half. Because what that does is it both these teams are fast starters. It protects you against his ankle having issues during the game. So if he makes it quarter and a half, two quarters, and then gets hit, obviously points are going to diminish in the second half. So I do think first half scoring will be higher than the second half for a bunch of reasons. But that is one of those ways to protect against that because I think that's really your point is if he's not there, yeah, his dynamic is incredible, but if he's not there, what are we looking at if we're playing the Chiefs? So what does that money look like? Might want to start drinking, I guess. Any props you're looking at maybe in the anytime touchdown market? I, I, Jalen Hurts has scored a touchdown himself in seven of the last nine games. He did it in the NFC Championship game. That's at even money. Isaiah Pacheco is at plus 135 for an anytime touchdown. Anything in these markets that you, that you like going into this game? Yeah, as a general rule, sharp players, guys that win money, are going to gravitate toward profits. You're betting a lot to make a little. Because the implied probability is going to be you're going to get the number better than what you're having. It's going to be better than what it should be. And I'll give you an example here in a second. But the general public, they do the opposite. They're looking at plus money, 3 to 1, 5 to 1, 10 to 1. They look at it more like the lottery. Right? They want to bet a little to make a lot. So I would encourage people, if you're trying to make money on these props, be okay betting a little bit more to make a little less. Because those things are probably going to have value based on what the number is. A good example is Patrick Mahomes touchdowns. All right, so Patrick Mahomes' touchdowns is one and a half, but you have to lay like 180, all right, 180, even 200 in some spots. But here's the reality about Patrick Mahomes' touchdowns. He's gone over one and a half, six of his last seven games, all in the playoff, and, and he's been doing this on a bum ankle. He, he has more than one and a half touchdowns almost all the time. At six of the last seven, that's an implied probability of minus 600. So you should be having to lay 600 to go over one and a half touchdowns with Patrick Mahomes, but it's only 200 because nobody's going to bet it if you put it at 600. They're just not going to do that. So you're getting value based on the amount of volume of money that comes in on this game and on some of these spots that are uh, you're, you're, that are probably going to happen. He's probably going to have a couple touchdowns, especially if the game goes over. Another one, I like Kelsey over on his receptions. Travis Kelsey, is I've, I've, I've made basically a small import betting over his receptions in the playoffs. Um, he's averaged 8.3 yards or receptions per game since week 15 and over 10 and a half receptions per game in the playoffs. And the great thing about him is it doesn't matter what Philadelphia does defensively. They're going to get Kelsey involved in the offense. It may not be down the field. I'd be hesitant to yards because they may take him way down the field, doubling him, pressing him every time. If they run shuttle screens to him, they run under routes. He is the absolute panic button for Patrick Mahomes. There's just no way. I mean, there hasn't been any way. He's not gone over six and a half easily for the last couple of months or so. And again, you're having to lay about 180 now to do that. You could get that at even money two rounds ago when he had like 10, 10 or 11 receptions. Now you're laying 170, 180. But the reality is it's probably going to fly over that because of all the ways they get him involved. Jack, a topic we've talked about on the show throughout the week uh, at, leading up to the Super Bowl is reacting to the news from Monday where Tom Brady announced his retirement on social media. Uh, do you, Abdal and I both think that until teams who are desperate for quarterbacks this offseason, that this Brady retirement thing, isn't necessarily a done deal. We we think some team will make an offer to him in the offseason that he can't refuse. What what do you think about Brady announcing his retirement? Yeah, I, I think if it's not that, I mean, he, he the dude hangs out with Gronk. All right, he's going to take the Gronk path. It's so much harder as a quarterback, but he can he'll stay in shape. And if he had a team come up 
that had an injury at quarterback to where he knew they could make a run to the playoffs. I think what Tom Brady doesn't want to do anymore is go through the preseason, go through the grind of the regular season. But like Gronk did for a couple years after his retirement, if the right situation comes up, you know, New England makes a deep run. Or anybody that's coaching where he's been around, I absolutely think they're going to throw money at him. And if when he does that, I think he's, his itch to win has not diminished at all. His itch to play in September has diminished a lot, and his itch to do things in June and July has diminished. So I absolutely agree. In the right situation, uh, you can absolutely see him back out there. He's not the type of guy that you know is going to pull a hamstring or something. He stays in great shape, and his game, the way he does things, I mean, he doesn't have he doesn't move around a lot anyway. So I, I do I do not think we've seen the last of Tom Brady. Any chance we could gamble on you recreating <laughs> that boxer picture he put out of him and his uh, Brady boxer briefs? Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure you could see the boxers. My belly be <laughs> hanging down. I mean, you, you wouldn't know where I was. I look nude. You know what I mean? I mean? Even though I've lost weight, I look like a Sharpay from the neck down. So, I mean, I got roll after roll and be covering up, the, covering up the boxers. So, only if I've got a good winner for next year. When we, if we do football fast or we do anything yeah. in the summer, I've already circled. I, I, I really like next year. I got a team that I do Ooh. think is going to make a deep run. More so than I did with Philly and Arizona this year. Actually, more than I did the Rams the previous year. I got a team okay. that I really think is going to. So you're going to have to start guessing. Yeah, this I'll is start what we'll guessing. Do. We'll spend the spring trying to figure it out. Dial in. That's right. It's going to be a great week and a great year. Go to FatJackSports.com. Only 99 bucks for football. Preseason rates are there. As I said, I'm the only guy in the world come on and say, yeah, we went 0-2 in basketball yesterday. Who leads in with that? I can't sell. That's not a business model. But we're 28 and 10 if you go back 38 plays, which is not only a couple of weeks. So everybody's making money. Everybody's having a good time. We're going to make a lot of money this weekend at BatJackSports.com. Jack, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you soon. Guys, stay inside. If you need anybody, call Tire X, Car, and Auto because they'll get you taken care of. Get that, get that tire taken care of. See you guys. Take care. Thanks, Thank you. Jack. There's the Jack, Fat Jack. Go to FatJackSports.com. You can also call 800-298-1383. Sign up today. Jack is uh, he's awesome. He is also brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. They're a new partner here at the station, so welcome aboard to CarX as well. Black and Abdallah, we'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. Eber float. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We're live and local from Chicago in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000. We go to Scott on the south side. What's up, Scott? What's going on, fellas? Oh, not hey, much. I got a quick. Yeah, what do you got? I got a quick question for yeah. you, man. Yeah. So I called you guys right away once I heard this guy call up and say that you guys, what are you guys doing on for Greeny? Was he kidding? <laughs> Was that guy joking? No. no um, it's, uh, he told the whole country. Uh, yeah, Tim the from the South country. Side does not like we our show. We got people, someone from Mobile, Alabama, <laughs> tweeted us and said, hey, you guys are on in Mobile right now. Listen, the best part of my day is when you are filling in for Greeny, and I get to listen to the Chicago sports all day long. Well, all right? We, we Just so you guys know that. You should have your own show. We should. It should be 10 to 12. <laughs> Cat J. Hood, Black and Abdallah, Carmen Yerk. 
Waddle and Sylvie. That should be the lineup for today. All right? I don't care what's going on in Seaport. I really don't. Um, <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love it. Keep rocking. Um, man, I'm going to keep listening to you every time you guys are on. It sucks that you guys are on from 6 to 8 because I'm home already. I'm a union worker. Right, So right. we start at, like, 5 in the morning. Sure. So I don't get to get your show, but I listen, I listen to it the next day from 10 till 12. I, you know, I, I get to listen to it. I upload the day before, you know, so rockin' fellas, I'm gonna keep listening. Go bears. Go Go bears. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate the phone call. We'll be back in two minutes. This is Chicago's home for sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.